Yo, 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 yo. What's up, all you burner stoners and potheads out there? This is Weedman420 with the Weedman420 Chronicles. How are all you vipers doing out there? Mrs. Weedman. Mr. Weedman. How the hell are you? I just had an attitude adjustment. Why? I smoked. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> we are high, 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 and higher than anything right now because we have some news. This is a special edition episode. This is not our normal episode that we normally do every week. This is something really cool that Mr. and Mrs. Weedman have been working on for over a year now, and we're super excited. I'm going to tell you a story. In my life, it's all about stories, and this is a great story of a, of a couple who came from nothing and has built something that we're, 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 we're passionate about. We have great, great help with family and friends and people around the world who love us through the podcast. We've met a ton of people that we love you all around the world, and we pivoted. I said on an episode a while back ago, sometimes you got to pivot. You got to pivot and do something different. You got to take some risk. You got to take some chances. You got to go out there and do the things that are uncomfortable in your life. You got to get uncomfortable to become comfortable one day. You got to become extraordinary, not just extraordinary, not just ordinary, extraordinary. And Mr. and Mrs. Wee Man did something fantastic, and I'm super psyched to share it with you all right now. This has been a long process, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of hand-holding, a lot of hugs, a lot of shouting matches here and there, and, and throwing our throwing our balls out on the table and just oh, saying- Oh, I don't have any balls. Well, you do right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, super excited to share this with you, Okay. The story of, of, of Weedman 420 started back in 2019 with Pauly, Shoddy, T, Dovboy, our friend over at 68 Creative. We did we did a Weedman 420 Chronicles kind of Insta page. And we started taking some awesome pictures in a, in a costume that Mrs. Weedman made for me back in 2014. Because I used to show up at parties with this. And I used to hand out edibles to people. And we used to be advocates for cannabis way back then. I've been an advocate for cannabis my whole life. But this was like the start back in 2014 when I used to show up at parties at a company I worked at in this weed man costume with a red cooler filled with edibles. It was fucking awesome. And then in 2019 of Halloween, we we, we launched the Weedman 420 Chronicles Instagram page with some great pictures done by Polly and me in the costume. It was so much fun. We'd go to different places and take pictures and stuff like that. And that was the start. And then one stoner night, burner pothead night, we were in the basement. I'm like, we need to do a podcast. And, and and they were looking at me like, what? I'm like, we need to do a cannabis podcast. I'm telling you, we have I have so much knowledge to share and so much I want to talk about and so much I want to fight for. And I want to you know, free this plant and stomp the stigma and educate and because it's so powerful and, and help free the 40,000 prisoners right now for nonviolent cannabis crimes. And we sat in this basement for like a, a week to two weeks talking about it. And, and I had to do some selling to them because they weren't believers of it first. And when I went and bought the equipment, I showed them that we can do it. The introduction happened. And when we launched it on, tw- on in 2019 of 420, we launched Weedman 420 Chronicles podcast. And it was super exciting. We didn't know what was going to happen. The only person I was listening to it was me at first. <laughs> you know, and, and a few months later, I lost Polly and Shardy. They moved to Seattle and, and they, 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 you know, they had to start their life. And, and Shardy was still a part of it being our producer. But T and Dob Boy they didn't know what to do without him. And we kind of stopped for a minute. And then one stoner burner pothead night, they were over here having pizza. And it was like six to eight months later. And I said, yo, guys, I miss doing the podcast, man. We need to like... There's people actually listening, man. There's like a couple hundred people listening, and we only have six episodes. So they joined back on to like episode 13, and then Dov Boy went and got a job that he couldn't do this anymore. And T, you know, T's our tech. You know, I love him to death. And it was great. And I bought 
you know, I, I wanted to keep on going because I was, I was passionate about this and I believed in it. And I knew, I knew that I had just a lot to say and a lot to talk about and also a lot to learn. And the learning part was great. You know, going to Moraine Valley Community College to learn more and, and reading and learning and just getting educated by people who I've met in the cannabis industry over the years and also on the traditional market too. People learning on the streets. I learned a lot on the streets for a lot of years. So I was so I brought two friends on and they weren't gonna be able to do it all the time, but I brought them on, Mr. G and uh DJ J. Cush. It was great to have them on for an episode. We had a lot of fun. And then I was just me. And I was like, I'm not funny enough by myself to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, I, I love comedy, and I, but I, I mean, I'm not a comedian. I, I, I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I'm a lover of cannabis, you know, and I had to bring somebody on that, that knew me better than I knew myself. And one stoner burner pothead night, Mrs. Weeman and I were down here, and I said, listen, I need a favor. And this was the start of COVID, too. And I listen, I need a favor from you. And then she's like, what? I'm like, I know you're not a, a – you, you like that I'm doing the podcast, but you're not like – you're not in it. I said, I need a favor from you, though, Mrs. Weedman. Remember this conversation? I do. And I said, I need your help. Just do one episode with me. Just do one. And if you don't like it, I'll never ask you again. I'll find somebody else. Just try it. I'll give you some topics. I'll do I'll do all the stuff for you. All you got to do is read the four, three or four topics I'm going to send you, take some notes, and talk about it. And, and educate and learn and help me learn and help yourself learn about cannabis. And we did that episode, episode 15. And I'll never forget it. We did it, and we were done, and, and, I, and I hit stop, and I looked at her, and I said, that was fucking pretty good. <laughs> that wasn't bad. It was good. Right? Yeah. And we're at episode, man, this is episode 94. It's not a, it's not, it's a, it's a special edition episode, but episode 94, and we're coming up with episode 95 for the 420 podcast, and it's our third 420 show, and, you know, it, I didn't know where it was going to go, and, and we're around the world in 5,100 cities now, and, and... Even if it's just one person listening in that city and we're in 105 countries around the world and I don't even know how many listeners now. And, and, and it's so appreciated and so heartwarming and I'm so humbled and honored that, that this we've gone this and I've been able to do it with my best friend, the love of my life, the person who I want to spend the rest of my life with. And it's just so powerful that I get to do it with you. So thank you for, one, helping with this. Now on to what really came on. One stoner burnhead pothead night. I'm sitting in the house down in the basement, and I'm looking at my rolling tray, and weed is falling off to the sides. And it was driving me crazy. I couldn't stand it. And I'm looking at my fingers, and I have all the stuff I want to smoke on my fingers. And I start thinking of a concept of what can I do to make a better tray? What can I do to make a tool to help me get my bud without me touching it with my fingers and put it in the bowl, in the joints that I like to smoke? I want a nice, clean tray. And I, I had this idea in my head. And... I go up to Mrs. Weedman because I know she can take what I what I have in my head sometimes and get it on paper for me and be able to design it. And I've seen her do so many designs in her life and draw so many business plans out and do so many great things and, and, and just not everything worked. But she was always trying and always trying and always hammering something was going to come and something was going to come. She had what you had a design for uh, uh, a, a ring cleaner. Don't even talk about it. It but might I come back. I know. <laughs> but she's always got her mind going in so many different ways and be able to do this. And I came upstairs to her and I was stoned out of my bejesus. And I said, I have this idea. I fucking have this idea and I need your help. And I ask Mrs. Weedman for a lot of help. I do. I do. I need a lot of help in life. And she's the one I trust the most and love the most and she helps me the most. Sometimes it might get a little annoying, but you are. The one I can count on in my life to come to. Okay? 
Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. So I said, I have this idea. I have this idea for a tray, a rolling tray. And I know you can help me with it. And I have this idea for a tool. And I know you can help me with it. And you're like, well, what is it? Remember that? Yeah, I, I do. I explained it to you and you had it drawn by the end of the night. And I said, that's it. <laughs> How do we do this? Right. Right? Yeah. And here comes Mrs. Weedman. Yeah. She took this idea and did something that I, I'm going to say it. I probably wouldn't have done it. I couldn't do it and didn't have the knowledge on how to do it. I just had an idea. And so every once in a while, Mr. Weedman comes up with a good idea. Hmm. Not all the time, but every once in a while, I got one. Might take once every 10 years, but I get one good one. And she had it on a piece of paper, and I said, that's it. How do we get this fucking done? And she took off with this business and took off and pivoted. And she's a phenomenal, phenomenal real estate broker in her full-time job. Excellent. And, and, and still is. And still does it. But took this and built something that's going to last us and our family for a long time. And Mrs. Weedman, I yeah. want you to – I love you with all my heart. And I'm so pr fucking proud of you for doing this. You always wanted to open up your own little store since you were a little girl, mm -hmm. since you had your little cash register and your little trinkets on the table and you were trying to sell people stuff. This is you. You built this. Mm -hmm. I'm so fucking proud of you. A woman-owned business. And Mrs. Weedman's going to tell you about it, tell you how she did it, tell you the name of it. Mrs. Weedman, this is all you, girl. This is your show right now. I love you. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Do it. All right. Well, we're going to back up a little bit. Beep, 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 beep. While Mr. Weedman was doing a little bit of his own thing with the podcast, or maybe we, he wasn't even having episodes because it just wasn't working out at the time, uh, COVID hit, right? So COVID hit, and everybody was stuck indoors, and we were sitting and sitting and sitting, being very complacent. I'm not a very complacent person. I think that's a detriment. I think there's a that it's a good quality to ha to understand and have a little complacency and be able to be complacent. I'm just always thinking of the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Well, we knew that we always wanted to get into the cannabis business. Mr. Weedman has a history with cannabis business in the illicit market. Traditional. Traditional market. <laughs> Many years back, um, and we knew we wanted to be in it in a in a capacity of like craft cannabis. But it it's just not in the cards for us right now. It's the Illinois market is weird. It, it like we always talk about it's very corporate blah 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 blah. We just knew we wanted to get there someday and I had a lot of ideas about different businesses that we could start that were kind of ancillary businesses to cannabis itself. And I would just Write down names of businesses here and there. I'd come up with a name. This is, oh, that's kind of a cool name. If we ever have a business, this would be a good name for it. That, boom, I got it. It was, like, it. it was like a light bulb moment. <laughs> it was like, Mr. Weedman, I have the name of our cannabis business. He's like, what? What now? Because I'm always coming up with all these crazy ideas. I'm like, eight decades. He's like, what? What's that? I'm like, cannabis has been in prohibition for eight decades. Decades. Ding, ding, ding. My ding, light ding, went ding, off. Ding, 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 <laughs> Like, just think about the simplicity of that. Eight decades. It's just, it references everything that has happened in such a bad way to cannabis. It's a statement. It's not just a name. So, there we had it. 
I created this little logo, went to our friend at 64 Creative. He helped fine-tune it and dial it in and make it real. We added a period at the end because we don't want there to be a ninth decade of cannabis prohibition. It's very concise, to the point, and strong. EightDecades.com is coming to you on Wednesday, 420. So what are we? What are we? So now flash forward. We have this name. We work on our trademarks. We secure the name on all the social media platforms. We, we secure the domain name. We have attorneys starting the patent to, to secure the brand name. But now what are we doing with it, right? So it just sat for a few months. Not very long. And then, boom, Mr. Weedman has this come storming out of the basement like Kramer on Seinfeld. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need to make a better tray. We need to make a better rolling tray. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, we do. So there we go. How are we going to do this? I really just needed a door. I needed a... I needed Mr. Weedman to be on board with me. Like I have always created businesses in my brain and put down these ideas on paper and we have jobs and we had kids and life. So a lot of things didn't come to fruition for many reasons. I was a female. It was hard to get lending on certain ideas that we had and not having a work history because at the time I was a stay-at-home mom. So there were so many businesses that I wanted to do for so long and just things never, timing wasn't right, you know, like we weren't both on board with it. Finances weren't right, whatever. There were just obstacles all the and, time. And Mrs. Weeman and I have always wanted to do a business together. Together, yes. But it had to be the right one. Like I needed both of us to want to be doing the same thing together. And that's what Mr. Weedman wanted too. So I get this brand name. We got, we've got it. It's secure. And now we know what we're going to turn it into. We're going to turn it into products for cannabis. So now I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can learn engineering. <laughs> I, I'm going to find a place that has 3D printers and CAD computers, and I'm going to go teach myself to be an industrial engineer overnight while I'm in the middle of the 2020 pandemic being a full-time realtor in complete madness. Well, that reality hit a wall real fast. Like, I, there's no way I'm going to get this done. So we had to bring on a team, a couple, uh, an industrial designer, a product engineer. They helped us. We sat meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, regroup, Zoom, prototype. One year. 3D models. So it was a year. Of meetings. Of meetings. And all in all, we have developed what we think are a really cool smoking set. So what's super cool about it is the premise of the Weedman 420 Chronicles is to stomp the stigma. Well, eight decades is all about the stigma that was, was created through prohibition, right? It was eight decades of prohibition and damage. And now we're in the stage of damage control. We got to change everybody's mind and change everyone's opinion, right? It, it's up to us people who are enthusiastic and advocate for cannabis to help change the mindset on cannabis. Introduce one person at a time to a story that makes sense. So they understand that cannabis isn't bad. That's not what they've heard on the news. And, you know, it, it's our job to change the opinion, the public opinion. And I also think in a very short period of time, cannabis is going to be normalized and it's going to be in, ho in homes, not hidden in your basement. And let's remove the word stash. Why does it have to be stashed? People don't stash their booze. They don't stash their wine. They don't stash their cigars. Why do you have to stash your, your weed? 
if it's something you enjoy. So we created this really cool smoking set that is intended to be on your living room, coffee table, on your kitchen counter, wherever you would display it, wherever you want your cannabis to be. It's really sharp. Unfortunately, we then ran into COVID delays, right? So we get all the designs fine-tuned in, everything's cool, and now it's COVID. And there's cargo ships in the middle of the oceans not getting to the U.S. with products backed up. Well, because of that, it's a, it's a domino effect of delays. And we, here we are, our designs were, our prototypes and designs were approved and ready for manufacturing back in December. And we have not even gone to manufacturing yet. We're like a couple days away. So we hope that you will all really enjoy checking out our website on Wednesday when we launch, 8decades.com. Check out, we've got really cool hemp clothing. It's a hemp organic cotton. We co-branded with a really established, high-quality clothing company. We've got the 8 Decades logo on everything. We've got some grinders, a hemp grinder that's biodegradable. Uh, we've got a co-branded one from Cali Crushers. We have a great steamroller because we always talk about how we love smoking from a steamroller. Steamroller we smoke out of. Yeah. We found yeah. a company that made them. Really cool. Yep. And we've got these wonderful uh, Mirin glass, which is from the Netherlands. It's a um, preserving glass. It helps preserve the quality of your cannabis. You know, it's all about minimal touch of your cannabis, right? You want to get every terpene out of there. You want to get every flavonoid. You want to get all the good... Is a flavonoid a thing? Flavonoid. Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. Terpenes. You want all that good stuff. Keep all of it. The better you care for your weed when you store it and when you grind it and when you put it into your joint or your bowl, the more benefits that you will get out of it. So all of our stuff is intended to make your smoking experience grand. So these jars are going to not only preserve your bud, but they're going to keep the bad damaging light out. They're really superior glass. They're very cool looking. And you store your weed in there, pop it into your grinder, put it on your rolling tray. We've got a really cool multi-tool for scooping your weed up so you don't have to touch it with your hands. I mean, it's pretty, pretty We'll have cool. videos. We're yeah, we'll have, have some videos so you guys can see it. So we had so many. I mean, hey, wait, what, Mister Weeman gets some clothing too. Yeah, we get we get yes. Weeman four twenty podcast fucking clothing. We yes, got we too. Do. So hoodies yeah. and shirts and stuff like that and, too. Yep. So Mister Weeman's excited. It's, it's uh, organic cotton and plastic. Yeah, Ref- uh, refined, recycled, pl- recycled plastic. plastic. Yeah, look at Mister Weeman. Finally, I almost Getting three some years. Swag. I get some swaggy swag. <laughs> I got a pin too. Yeah. So you'll see that on our website as well, um, and. It's crazy how much goes into creating a business. So, yes, we are a primarily female-owned business. The business is mine. Mr. Weedman is my co-owner. <laughs> I'm just a founder. We're founders. We're, yeah. both, we're both in it to win yeah. it together. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, it is a female-owned business on paper, and... Uh, I, How was it? It was tough working with in the in the industry as a single. Uh, I, as no, a, you as know, a female. I will was say, it hard or would, no, it, was it smooth? No, I I dealt with a lot of men. Um, we have attorneys, we have accountants, we have uh, engineers, we have manufacturers, we have uh, pr- just other uh, purveyors who we were getting product from, and this person. I mean, we have dealt with. I I couldn't even tell you. There's probably thirty people that it took, like. 
to build 30 this. companies right. just to to get all of this. And then how many other people we talked to? How many other people you talked to oh my gosh. that we didn't use? Yeah, to weed through and find the people that you really want to work with. I would with, say probably over 120 it's, it's companies you've it's a you process. talked to. It's been to build this a solid company. year. Yeah. And so real estate and eight decades kind of weaving them in and out of my day. Putting on my real estate hat, putting on my eight decades hat, putting back on the real estate hat, just squeezing shit in wherever Mr. we could. Mr. Weedman coming to meetings with her yep. for the yep. whole process. Rearranging. Of the, and, yeah, rearranging, yeah. working my nine to five and then podcast. Mrs. Weedman, Mr. Weedman running around. But yeah, yeah it's, I will say, though, like everybody, uh, we were I was very concise in all of my communications. Anybody knew any vendor that I reached out to anybody. Um, we I'm a startup. We are a startup. We are we're doing this on our own and inform me like I need help. I know some of the questions I need to ask you, but I don't know everything. So I was really transparent. I'm new. I'm fresh. Educate me. And I learned so much through the process, and I'll just continue learning. I, I love it. It's just been fantastic. And be able to do this, and and, and sh- maybe you might be able to, to help somebody one day. They might have questions on how right. to, you know, in five, ten years from now, you started a brand that you, w- w- hopefully we could take to the to the level we want to be at in the next five years. And then one day you might mentor coach a, a young woman that wants to learn from you yeah. or a young man that wants to learn from you. It's possible. So this is just a learning curve that Mrs. Weedman and myself – Oh my goodness! It was a it was a lot. It's of been work. a lot. Yeah, it's been a lot of work. You yeah. put a lot of hours into this. I did. <laughs> and I'm proud. But I love it. Proud of you. I really was that kid who like. I suppose I played house and I played doll and all that stuff from time to time, but I really liked to play store. <laughs> I had a little cash register. We had a cabinet in the in the kitchen that was like like a pantry type cabinet, so it had almost like a a half door. I don't know. Yeah, I could sit in, anyway. I was little. I could sit inside of there. It was like where the dog food was. So I'd sit on the bag of dog food with my little cash register, <laughs> and people could knock on the cabinet above me, and I'd open it up like it was my door to the store, and I'd sell who knows what, you know, candy bars or something like that. I, I was always making stores. So I am super excited. This is not going to be a physical store. It will be a virtual store. Even better, though, more control of our life. <laughs> We're going to do some pop-up shops, hopefully get around the U.S. from time to time and Travel do pop-up shops for, stuff. for certain events and uh, just make this business grow and have fun and just continue advocating. We also teamed up with Last Prisoner Project, a really, really important advocacy uh, organization that fights for the rights of uh, – um, of nonviolent uh, cannabis offenders, offenders, I guess you call them, people yeah. who are in jail for cannabis offenses, uh, nonviolent. And they fight for these people. They, they go to legislation to fight for cannabis. They go to legislation to fight for laws changing to get these people out of jail, men, women, whatever. They're just really a really powerful organization. And I feel like it's really important to work with an organization like that. So we are dialed in with them. So when you check out on our um, shopping uh, page, when you get to the final cart, you check out, you have the option of rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar. And though the difference in change goes to their program uh, called the Round It Up for Justice. So we will constantly be contributing to that organization. Uh, there will be a link to them on our page so you can go read all about them. They're, they're really a neat organization. Uh, we will also have kind of a sub-brand of eight decades called 83 
because we established Eight Decades the brand in 2020, and that was the 83rd year of cannabis prohibition. And we want that brand to be uh, very specific to people who have been incriminated or incarcerated for cannabis crimes and the detriment that that has had on people of color really is what it comes down yeah, to. And yeah. yeah. And once a quarter, we're going to do a different t-shirt with a different artist. That's for, the hope. Yeah, yes. That's the hope. We're going to promote some. stomping the stigma yeah. and, and the change and that's part needed. Of the proceeds will go to the charities we desire, like last prisoner project. So that will help with that t-shirt and what we're going to do with the 83 design. Yeah. Yeah. So check us out. We are on all social media handles. We're going to be, well, I think uh, they're all launched. They're all there. We just haven't really introduced them to the world yet. So you'll see between now and Wednesday, you're going to start seeing um, a lot about eight decades. And again, we'll be launching at 8 a.m. Eastern time uh, on Wednesday, 420. So check us out. www.8decades. That is not the number eight. That is spelled out. E-I-G-H-T. Decades, D-E-C-A-D-E-S dot com. And then you can follow us in uh, uh, Eight Decades in all of our social media. Instagram is Eight Decades spelled out. Facebook is Eight Decades spelled out. Twitter, Eight Decades spelled out. They're all Eight Decades. Yes, spelled at TikTok and Snapchat. Yeah. So, yeah. So, don't forget, www.eightdecades.com. Our website is launched. You're actually going to get to see Mr. and Mrs. Weedman's face. Yeah, you'll face. see us. Yeah, you get to see without the mask. We're coming out. We're coming out. We're not going to be in the hiding anymore. Nope. Coming out strong. Yeah. You know? So, so thank you guys all for listening. Thank you for being a part of our growth and our our evolution. And yeah. uh, we hope you come with us for the Eight Decades Ride and maybe we'll meet people along the way. We're always going to be supporting Weedman 420 show through Eight Decades and we'll be doing events you know, uh, exposing both, both businesses. Yep. So, yep. It's a family affair. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone around the world. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for our 420 episode. Also will be on, will be launched on 420 at 420 PM. Super so we have some special guests on, but we're super fired up about this. Mrs. Wee man, you got anything else to say? Uh, go shop, shop till you drop. There you go. Eight decades.com. <laughs> As Paulie always says, smoke smart. Puff puffing away. Puff, puff, pass.